What's going on, guys? Welcome back. 10 Minutes of Modern here on Anchor. Chat with you guys daily about the best game in the world, Magic the Gathering. I'm your host, Ben Bateman. We've got some fun things to talk about today. I'm going to take some call-ins. You guys have been excellent with your call-ins. You've been supporting the station uh, so well and, and sharing so many fun ideas. So I'm going to take a couple and respond to a few today. One really interesting one that I'm going to start with that is a, the subject is about uh, what happens when you jam two strategies together. So I'll play that call for you here in just one second. Uh, but stay tuned. We've got a lot of fun stuff to talk about today. I'll have Alex Kessler, co-host of the podcast, on a little later tonight for some more stuff um chat soon guys yeah g'day ben just got a question uh, what do you think about decks that take two different shells and jam them together uh for example a discard package with ararazi crease cheers hey timothy thanks for the call in man uh good question here so i'm gonna get straight into things here it's 10 minutes of modern here on anchor we chat modern every day on this station as this is the official anchor station of the masters of modern podcast uh, we're going to talk about the idea here of jamming two strategies together, what it looks like, is it a good idea, so on and so forth. Uh, before I get into it, I do want to remind everybody here that this is Anchor. It's a free app, Anchor.fm. This station is the, the Masters of Modern station called 10 Minutes of Modern. And if you guys download the app, Anchor.fm, and you subscribe to the station, I will get a play, like basically a hit on the app. And the more of those I get, the more Anchor notices and the more Anchor wants to support and push the app to get out there. And we're really close right now to some very fun stuff, which would ultimately result in having a budget to give you guys some magic cards, give like free giveaway stuff uh, and what, what have you. So if you're hearing this in another medium, do me a favor, download the app, get on board. Let's make sure that everybody is listening to the content while they're logged into an account because you guys get free stuff if you do it. Let's talk about jamming strategies together. So the first answer to that question is that it is... Incredibly dependent on what the shell you're putting something into is. So the, the easiest way to answer the question is that taking taking 16 cards or 18 cards that work in one strategy and 18 cards that work in another strategy and putting them together and say it's two good things and as long as there are enough synergies it'll probably work, that's probably not a recipe for success. Uh, there's, a, there's a decent chance you will draw the wrong half of the deck. There won't be enough cohesion, whatever, and you'll kind of you'll kind of scrub out of the idea. You'll you know some games will play beautifully, but a lot of games won't. Now the smarter way and the better way to look at this is, is using the example of what people used to do with Splinter Twin decks, and that was when people realized at a certain point that playing a blue red control deck with Snapcaster Mage was pretty good, and it was a good enough deck to just kind of play is it control. And as our friend Andrew Brown and Eugene Wong uh, used to say. It's like you're playing a regular deck with a certain number of Pokemon cards in it. <laughs> they would say it's like you're playing a deck with 10 Pokemon cards. As your four copies of Deceiver Exarch, your two Pestermites, and your four Splinter Twins effectively acted as 10 cards that just win the game on their own out of nowhere. Pestermite was a better creature to attack with in those days, and you'd, you know, dome for two, but really because of Lightning Bolt, people always wanted to play the four copies of Deceiver Exarch. So what it came down to is you played at least, you know, eight cards, usually ten, sometimes twelve, and that equated to what you could put into the deck. That, to me, is the smartest way to look at things, is if you take these cards out of the deck, you have these slots... And then the deck is still good, and you have the variable slots to swap things out. Sometimes, after game one, you swap as many as ten cards out anyway. So it, you, can, you can think about your deck that way. What's hard to do is to say, okay, this deck that's working pretty well doesn't play any hand disruption, and it's not playing enough removal. So I'm going to make room for six hand disruption and four removal spells into this deck that is an otherwise established archetype to see what happens. That's like, all right, you're just... All you're doing is adding interaction, and who knows, is it a deck that needs interaction, or is it not? The way modern decks work, in my opinion, on sort of a sliding scale is that 
not every deck has to have the same type of card. Not every deck has to play the same way. Not every deck is trying to achieve the same thing on the same turn. So you really have to be clear about the metagame you're in, and then on top of that, the metagame you're in, but also, after game one, how many slots do you have that you can play around with in game two? That's like a great way to think about things. Is I, I build decks all the time. I'll construct my 60, and because I like to build these synergy-based decks that are playing less powerful cards, what I run into is the issue that I don't have the ability to swap out more than four or six cards usually because I feel like it really hurts what the deck's trying to do. And that ultimately means it's not the kind of deck that I could add another strategy to. If you are playing intrinsically powerful cards, which is generally a good idea if you want to win in modern, um, you can very often, like, like a shell, like a good card shell, like those old blue-red control decks, or a lot of these black-green decks, the reason that black-green X works, the reason that you can play a basic black-green X version, but that 70% of the cards are the same, but the 30% difference that switches from black-green X to Jund, or Jund to Abzan, or even Abzan to Sultai, you know, you're changing a dozen cards maybe to make most of those changes work, and otherwise it's the same basic shell of removal spells, efficient creatures, card advantage, so on and so forth. And I think that's the way you have to look at it. It is extremely difficult to slice half a deck out and, and put that half into another deck. That's hard to do. Eldrazi Tron managed to actually do that. They created a new archetype out of what the existing Tron archetype. That's impressive, and it is not easy to accomplish. So um, that is my answer to your question. I hope that helps. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. As always, appreciate the support. Let's keep talking modern. Let's keep talking magic. Have a great day. Follow me on Twitter, Ben Baby Media. See you guys. What's going on, guys? Welcome back. It's 10 Minutes of Modern here on Anchor Channel. You guys daily about the best game in the world, Magic the Gathering, and best format in the world. I have the co-host, the founder, the creator, Mr. Alex Kessler of the Masters of Modern Podcast on the line. What's up, Alex? I, I am the ultimate creator of everything. The world. You're the, <laughs> you're the all, all things. I created the water and the oceans and the air and the sky. Okay, you Alex are going far too long right now so we're going to get straight into things guys uh right now we are going to have a quick discussion about some of the things inspired by the mardu and sultai conversations that have gone on on the facebook group in the last day or two i will take a quick aside to remind everybody here if you're hearing this on facebook or twitter or what have you guys download anchor.fm it's basically twitter meets podcasting and i'll tell you if you download the app and you find the station I'm getting very close to being able to give away like modern staples, foils, boxes, all kinds of cool stuff. And it, there's support for that. And I just have to get a certain number of people listening to this. So Alex and I are all in on that. So, so if you're hearing this, get on it. Cause I promise you, you'll be entered to win stuff, but we're going to talk about Sultai and Marty right now. So the, the thing I wanted to bring up Alex and, and, and really the reason you're on here and what I want to ask you is, you know, the black green X decks people have talked about for so long. Why do you think Sultai doesn't quite qualify as a black-green X deck. Like, what's missing for blue to be the same as red or white as the third color? I actually think it's close. Uh, Todd Stevens just did a really good article. It's on the, the premium side of StarCityGames.com about different ways Sultai has a chance to do well. And I think for a long, long, long time, the main reason is that it, you're supplementing red with which or white the two best removal spell colors in the format with blue and green the worst two removal spell colors in the format and blue didn't have enough but once fatal push came out they kind of changed the game and i think if we 
live in a world where graveyard hate didn't become so prominent because it fought Tarmogoyf, become it because it fights Dredge, and because it fights Storm so thoroughly, you would see Sultai uh, Death Shadow decks way more often. Just Tarmogoyf is a worse card, and so the reason to play green over playing red is it, it, now the thing that's kind of being hurt because of the graveyard hate issue and just because Abrupt Decay doesn't hit the exact things you need when you have Fatal Push available and then you can get Lightning Bolt. It is kind of crazy that when people talk about red right now, I feel like there's a general sort of, well, you play red for Lightning Bolt and Kolagon's Command and maybe like Terminate or something. Like that's like, but like you, that's the laying down the gauntlet of like why red is a color. And it's like, I mean, well, I don't I mean, like, know that you. Go ahead. Well, we, we got, we got bounced back because we did our like raking the colors in modern and Red is a key card in Storm. I mean, the fast mana, Storm cards, Electromancer, there are a lot of really important cards in Red in the format. Dredge is very Red. They're just very combo-heavy. So a lot of what Red does that's really well in Modern right now is so insular and straightforward, which is a Red thing. You know, Red is burn. It wants to do something correctly now immediately and so it doesn't do generically good controlly as well as maybe other colors other than removal do you think that if you bridge into blue let's so let's strike mardu from the record for a second because i think that's another conversation to be had but if you go into saltai and you go into blue and we only we have about a minute left here so i'll uh, i'll be quick with this but if you went to blue do you think the fact that you're playing basically snapcaster mage and some number of other cards to make blue relevant like spells you're just your impact of the spells you're getting in blue is too low to justify it because snapcaster is the best card but the spells aren't that good I think snapcaster mage with opt traverse to Uvenwald, and fatal push all in one deck is very very tempting to be very powerful I, I that plus now you have the new uh, flip enchantment from Ixalan that gives more re- ways to have Delirium plus ways to set up your Bobs and Tarmogoyfs better makes the deck look really, really fascinating to me. I think it's really close to being on the edge. Even though the blue cards you mentioned and the black cards you just mentioned are not red. Uh, we're going to continue this conversation on a full episode of the MMCast tomorrow. Tune in. Thanks for listening, guys. This is 10 Minutes of Modern here on Anchor. Follow Alex Kessler. You guys can find him everywhere at Kess Wiley. You can follow me at Ben Bay Midi. You can find the podcast at the MMCast. And you can find our podcast on Collected.Company every single week. Alex, thanks for sharing your thoughts, man.